Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Who will win just 20 days from now? And then several other days where there's lawsuits and people screaming about it being stolen. The enemy of truth is misinformation, lies, and identity. Because we live in a world now where identity is so important, right? You know, we talk, it's Woke Wednesday. We're going to get woke later. People's identities are so important. Uh, and that's sad. But that's the way they want it. And we'll get to that in a minute. But the identity of the average voter, when you ask them, hey, what's your identity right now? It's struggling. It's pissed. It's frustrated. It's looking around going, everything's more expensive. So if you were to ask somebody their identity, take away Republican and Democrat, what's your identity uh, to these questions? Abortion. Eh. No, not really. Climate change. Eh, not really. Immigration. Mm, problems a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Inflation. Oh, absolutely. Economy. 100%. That's what people are identifying. Frustrated is their identity right now because of said economy. We've talked so much all year about the economy and inflation being important issues. How about this? This is a New York Times poll, brand new here, asking voters what's the top issue on your mind this election. I haven't seen it this dramatic in a poll. Add the economy and inflation together. That is 44%. We're getting close to half of all respondents in this poll saying that's their top issue. Nothing else even cracks 10% right now. Yeah. Think about that. Nothing else cracked 10. But whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, what about abortion? It's got to be there. It's number one. No. No. No, it's not. Stolen election. No. The democracy and the fact that we're not going to have democracy. No. No. Because you see climate change. Do you really feel it? I mean, honestly, it's 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 it's, you're you're not quite sure about it. The frustration of 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 you don't understand it because it's all over the place. You don't know who to believe. And that's part of the game. Right. That's part of the game that's being played. Immigration. The rest of the world's starting to feel it. That's that's something that's real. But again. The one thing that all of us participate in. Well, it's got to be choice. Chad. No, not really. Not really. You know that and I know that. It's a great thing to talk about. It's a great thing to 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 divide us. It's an amazing thing to raise money off of. Stolen election. No, 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 no. Every day you and I participate in the economy. Unless you are literally under a rock and you do nothing to survive. You participate in the economy. You drive to work, well, you're going to work. You put gas in your car. You're doing that. Are you eating? That's more expensive. It's the inflation. All of these things are things that we do and we participate in. What about uh, uh, you? you there, there's nothing else. There is nothing else but the economy. I told you the other day, we went grocery shopping. It was almost $700. It was over 700 last time I went. And we didn't get all the things we wanted. 
Things are through the roof. On average, year to year, 13% jump on the items that we need, not the items we want. By the way, the items we want are super dirt cheap. The items we need, really expensive and going to get more expensive. So the question is, can the Republicans, A, win the House, the Senate, B, do anything about it? What's your plan? Those are fair questions to ask. Democrats, you've had the opportunity. And you you could go back, and I know one of the things they're, they're trying to do is Biden in particular is trying to make it, it about abortion. President Biden with a last-ditch effort before the midterms to rally voters who support abortion rights, promising that Democrats will pass a federal law guaranteeing the right to choose abortion if they win at the polls. If you care about the right to choose, then you got to vote. Just three weeks from Election Day, the president is trying to galvanize voters by focusing on abortion, pointing to the restrictions already put in place in at least 14 states where nearly all abortion services have ceased since Roe versus Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court in June. Trying to make it about that. Because inflation, gas prices, which adds to the inflation of everything. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the worrisome that are we in a recession? Are we going to a recession? Because people are hearing the R word everywhere. If you were to have 20 tents, right? So you put a million people out there. You know, ah, we'll, we'll put 500. How's that? And you got all these tents. And one of them's abortion. And one of them is climate change. And one of them is the economy. And one of them is immigration. And one of them is democracy. And one of them... If you ask people... Which one worries you the most? Go get in the tent that you think that you should be in that worries you the most. Which tent do you think they would have? We're going to need a bigger tent. The economy. The economy. You know it, and I know it. And so now Republicans are seeing things start to pick up. I read an article yesterday where they're talking about, did they peak too early? I'm like, we've been saying that for a long time. If you ever watch the uh, uh, the you, you go and you watch any sports, sometimes they're a good team, but they go on a run. Sometimes they're a great team, but they have a bad night. The reality is, is when you get hot matters. And did they peak too early? That's a question that people are starting to wonder. It's like, did they peak too early? And by peak, mean they haven't done a good job. It's just their momentum came at a time when they got a lot of love in the middle of the summer. But now as push comes to shove, the reality is it's gone over that hill and coming down the other side. There is uh, there is no way at this moment in time that I think people think that they're going to to win this election. Now, I'm not saying they're going to win the Senate, the Republicans, but the House. I think we're, we're there with that. And we've talked about the Republicans, when it comes to the economy and inflation, having a pretty clear advantage in the polls. And that brings us to the next question on the poll. They call it the generic ballot. You know, they just ask, would you like a Republican or a Democrat to control Congress? And there's been some movement here. Yeah, and typically this has been a pretty good indicator of where things end up in midterm elections. So you can see the Republicans with a lead here. That is a 2.2 point lead for Republicans. Now, it's close, generally speaking, but we were here a week ago taking you through the generic ballot. 
ballot. And a week ago, this number was inside of one point. You had that inflation news over the last week, certainly didn't help the Democrats. And it does seem that as the economy moves to center stage, Republicans are improving their chances here. Yeah. And it's more than just that. It's more. It's more than just that. The momentum is there in big races, small races, even with bad candidates. And there are some bad candidates. Don't pretend like there's not. These races are closing. Arizona. Kelly Masters. It was big a while ago. One point right now. Fetterman, only up by two points. That was a slam dunk, it was thought. Kemp, but by seven and six points. Warnock and Herschel Walker, it's, it is one's up by two and one, one's up by two and another. It's there. And the polls are showing it because people are frustrated and they're upset and they're angry and they look around and say, Zzz. Reuters Ipsos poll. Biden disapproved 54%. Rasmussen, Biden, who is on the ballot, disapproved 10%. Oh, wow. Yeah. You've got the chance. Can you do anything with it? That's the big question. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. It's Wednesday. We're going to get woke. I want to give you a taste of woke. Okay? Just a taste to understand. If you're new to the program, we talk about woke stuff on Wednesday. That's the craziness and the chaos that goes on out there in the world. And you're like, what is this? He, she, they, them. All of these kind of things. I want to give you a taste. And we're going to go to a... Uh, a woman. Well, a woman that's been a woman for a couple hundred days and has put a jaunty tune together for you. And here's what I've learned so far. Six, seven, Women are awesome, but can also be cruel. I'm doing my best, and boys, they kind of drool. My hormones are wild, and my boobs kind of sore. It's only day 200. We have so much more to experience together. We're just getting started. Thank you for being my friend. You're open-hearted. I don't feel so alone. No more shame and carefree. Being a girl is awesome. Would you agree? Love ya. Coming to a classroom near you? Maybe in the cubicle next to you? <laughs> Chad, that person's just enjoying their life. Yes, I, I, I get that, but... Uh... 200 days into womanhood. Very excited. But also understanding that women are mean. <laughs> Guys could have told you that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Uh, it's called Rough Greens. Give it to my dog every day. If Doodle could talk, he'd do a jaunty little tune as well. He'd be like, ruff, 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 greens. Kept me alive, if you know what I mean. Because my dog Doodle is older, probably should have been dead a few years ago, meaning we should have put him to sleep. We started giving him rough greens four years ago. And the dudes is still alive and kicking. He's happier and healthier and bouncier than he's been. When I get home, he greets me. It, it, it is crazy. 
vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, canine, Vitasmart has it all. You sprinkle it on top of your dog's food. Don't change your dog's food. And you watch what happens. It will help with so many things from the lethargy. They just don't move around that much. They've got allergies. Maybe their digestive tract or maybe they got aches and pains. You watch what happens. Try a bag for free right now. It's not going to cost you anything but the cost of shipping. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Podcasts are American as hot dogs, apple pie, football, and sushi. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, my goodness. No. Okay, maybe not sushi. Next time you have a craving for something sweet and tangy, download a Chad Benson Show podcast. Mmm, boy. That is good. It's different because you get a little bit of saltiness. It's so good because it's sweet and salty at the same time. Get a taste on iTunes, iHeart, or Spotify and binge to your ears content. Oh, yeah. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. In some cases, there's no substitute for experience. And I think that what we have been through with the legislation under the leadership of President Biden, who has done a spectacular job, he's had a better two years than most uh, presidents that you can name, certainly in the recent generations. No, not even close. Not even close. He has uh, struggled. He has been at times wanting and he is he's he's not up for the gig. Biden 10 years ago, maybe up for the gig. Biden today? No, no, no. And if you think he's had such a great time, why do you ask him? I mean, why do you question whether or not he should run again? If you think he's been so amazing, oh, he's amazing. It's just incredible. I don't, I mean, it's the best. I mean, we'd put him on Mount Rushmore now, but uh, we're going to blow it up. So, because it's all bad stuff. Uh, no, but if he's so great, why? Why? Don't tell me the age thing. I think you're older than him, Nancy. Sue, so, what is it? No, no. It hasn't been the best two years. Not saying it's the, the worst thing ever, but it does have a. <laughs> smell of carter the right that i pushed hard and it finally got changed the married couples in the privacy of the bedroom excuse me the mar- i'm thinking about the Dobbs the Dobbs decision imagine well i'll, I'll get to that in a second fantastic <laughs> who wants two more years of that kids three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad benson show is your twitter tweet at us text the program rats 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 are everywhere. Do you guys know that? Cities across America are trying to claw their way out of rat infestations brought on by the pandemic when more people staying home accumulated more trash. A new study finds Chicago is the rattiest city, followed by New York, Los Angeles, Washington, D.C., San Francisco, and Philly. Oh, New York. Your mayor is coming up to help you because he could talk about immigration and the problems they're having. He does that a little bit. He could talk about crime, homelessness, things he needs to go to war for, because that's what he like to do. No, he's going to war in a different way. Everyone that knows me, they know one thing. I hate rats. 
you know, when we started killing them in Borough Hall, you know, some of the same folks are criticizing us now called me a murderer because I was killing rats. Well, you know what? We're going to kill rats. Uh, today, we are announcing a once-in-a-generation change that would have a real impact on the cleanliness, cleanliness of our city. We are drastically reducing the amount of time that garbage will remain on our curb. This will reduce the amount of time the trash is on the street, keeping our streets cleaner, discouraging rodents, uh, their own version of what we like to say open restaurants. I hate rats. He hates rats. He is not a friend of the rat, and he's going to fight rats Every day he has to. And one of the ways you do that is getting rid of a little snacky. The biggest swing that you can take at cleaning up our streets is to shut down the all-night, all-you-can-eat rat buffet. Yeah. I don't have, we don't have rats. It's funny because I have, uh, I, you know, bred rats to, because I have lots of animals. For those of you guys new to the show, I've got ginormous snakes and lizards. And uh, the lizards will have rats every once in a while. The baby snakes will have rats. Uh, don't ask me what the bigger lizards and bigger snakes have, but, uh, never had a rat problem, you know? Now, when I was in Southern California, we'd have a panda, you know, the, the, the trash can pandas, you know, the raccoons, we'd have problems once in a while with those, but not, it, it's such a city thing, rats, and you're not going to defeat them, right? You're not just like the war on drugs. The war on rats will not work. At the end of the day, drugs and rats will still be here. You know what's scary? Drugged out meth rats. Totally terrifying. Let's get woke straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Uh, the biggest story in the world continues to be Russia and Ukraine. Uh, some of the videos are fascinating to watch. So these drones that they have, right, because this bizarre, hellish relationship between Beelzebub and uh, several other demons uh, uh, joined forces in Iran and Russia and they've got these kamikaze drones. And it's a trip to watch because as they're flying over the city, people are shooting them down with their regular handguns. It's so odd. So apparently they have 700. I don't know how many they're shooting a day, but I, I, I've got to think by the end of the next I'd say week or so, they've got to, if they're going at the rate they're going, they'll exhaust a vast majority of these things. And uh, it's it's the new way of warfare. We talked to Mike Lyons. He's going to be on on Friday. He's our military expert, and we've talked about it. The, 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 the world that we know in warfare will be cyber, and it will be drone. It's not going to be, you know, this is why this is such an odd thing with Ukraine and Russia, because... It's it, it, it it's it's land based in so many ways where you're fighting for inches, you know, feet, yards. You're not that that's going to go away. 
And uh, the drone technology is just beginning. Ukraine now saying 30% of its power stations now destroyed, urging residents to save energy as the cold winter freeze approaches. The explosive-packed self-destroying drones made by Iran, increasingly becoming a key part of Russia's strategy in the war. Ukraine saying it's a sign their munition supplies are depleting. President Zelensky saying the very fact that Russia has sought help from Iran is an admission by the Kremlin that it is bankrupt in military and political terms. Yeah, yeah. Who was it the other day? Was it uh, was it General Stratovitis or whatever? Who basically said, "Hey guys, just out of curiosity, if your if your military is, is so amazing, why are you having to get stuff from Iran? Because it's not. It sucks." It's a paper tiger. It is not good. And our military's got issues as well. And we'll get deeper in on Friday, uh, you know, because Heritage Foundation came out about our military readiness comparatively to where we should be, especially for the money we spend. 323-538-1204-1203 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. If you're new to the program, we got several stations that joined over the last couple of weeks. Every Wednesday... We uh, do this thing where we talk about uh, being woke. If you don't know what woke is, basically you're waking up to the surroundings and the social injustices done on this their planet. We call this Woke Wednesday. Okay, I have been made aware of the allegations. Is there anything you can say on your behalf? I'm trans? You just won HR. White people are also oppressed by racism. We're not. We are the oppressors. What the? What? What did you say? Do not bring that European nonsense into this ethnic household. Do you understand me? I have hair in my armpit. I have it there for a few reasons. One, lazy. Two, the patriarchy. And three, it's still exhausting. Oh my God. It's time for Woke Wednesday. And Woke, it is. Let's get woke. Let's start with something. Uh, I want you guys to take a deep breath and realize that uh, flat stomachs, well, that's part of many bad things that go on in the world. Our obsession with flat stomachs is biological because they're more attractive. When in reality, the actual reasons are a combination of fat phobia, Christianity, colonialism, anti-blackness, classism, and capitalism. Well, I was, did, man, I got to hear that again. I, I got to write that down. I was new. Did you guys hear that? It's not because, A, it's healthy for you. Let's start with that. No, no, no. All the time I was doing sit-ups and trying to eat a little bit better, (laughs) I joke, Uh, it was all wrong. I got to hear that again. Our obsession with flat stomachs is biological because they're more attractive. When in reality, the actual reasons are a combination of fat phobia, Christianity, colonialism, anti-blackness, classism, and capitalism. Okay. Wow. That's, uh, That's amazing. Totally crazy. I didn't know. Uh, so no, no part of health in there. None of that stuff. And how did Christianity get brought into this? <laughs> Just okay. Uh, colonialism. By the way, if you if you're a study of history, which it sounds like you are, and I, you probably already know this, if you go back in history uh, and you look and you see people that were overweight, uh, they were once revered. Why? Because they had food when other people didn't. Oh, oh. So maybe that's what she's thinking. 
I'm trying to give her the benefit of of, of the doubt. Uh, if you're asking, hey, Chad, does she have a flat stomach? What do you think? Let's talk about the trendiness of flat stomachs again. Decades later, we have a diet industry worth $72 billion and the fatphobic idea that flat stomachs are somehow superior. Yeah, the diet, the diet industry, is a, it's a big industry, right? We understand that. Uh, health is a big industry, but uh, fat is not good. And I've yet to meet a fat person. I guarantee you this. If you go to Lizzo today and say, Lizzo, you can have a banging body and look like Beyonce. What do you think she's going to say? No, I like the fact that I can't see my cankles. I don't think that was nice, Chad. I'm just saying. If you came to me today and said, hey, Chad. You know, you can have a yoked body like, uh, you know, uh, and I don't want to be yoked. It's too much work, you know, but, you know, that that, that six packy kind of feel. Right? Like a David Beckham. What do you think I'm going to say? Hell to the yeah! Hell yeah! Nate Pregazzi said it best, which I think where most people are. I don't want to look like the finished product in the workout video. I want to look like the guy who started out (laughs) before he got to the finished product. But that's where we are. That's wokeness right there. And it seeps into everything. It slowly but surely lands into every little bit of life. And it starts with indoctrination through schools. And if you don't think that's true, you're fooling yourself. Here's the teachers upset because kids poking fun at uh, she, him, they, their pronouns. I am very queer. I am non-binary and I use they, them pronouns. And my students know this. But yesterday... I had some boys asking about it, and I explained to them, like, here's how you use it, here's an example. And they respond with, well, if you're a man, then I can be a woman. And so I looked at him, and I said, okay, do you want me to use she, her pronouns for you? And he goes, uh, no. And I responded with, okay, so you're just saying that to hurt my feelings then. And he goes, oh, what, no. Yes, you are. You're being a bully. You're being transphobic. No, 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 they're not. They're poking fun at something that's ridiculous. And you could have your feelings hurt or realize they're young boys and young boys do stupid things. And also that you're doing something ridiculous. By the way, uh, you end up being the one uh, that becomes the bully in this. And the boys around him kept saying the same stuff. Eventually I shut it down. But how am I supposed to call parents about this behavior when they're probably the people that they learned it from? How am I supposed to ask parents for help when I know that they're not going to respect me? Uh, By the way, if you called my house. And I and excuse me, I say house, but you called my phone and you're like, uh, this is so and so Jack's teacher. She, her, they, them, whatever. And you say, hey, Jack, my son, who's 12. uh, Didn't respect my pronouns. And I would say, well, what do you mean didn't respect your pronouns? Well, he joked about uh, he could be a woman, too. And I would say, all right, whatever. Uh, hey, I got a question for you. Why is my kid sucking at math? Yeah. yeah. You're a teacher. Teach. But they made fun of me. Okay, get it. Like. What teacher hasn't been made fun of? Honestly. 
But you're not a teacher. You're an activist that happens to be in a room full of captured audience members who you hold sway over. And slowly but surely, you're indoctrinating them with insanity. I tell my son this all the time. Treat everybody with respect. But at the end of the day, understand what what's real and what's not. That's it. Be nice, be kind. I couldn't imagine, though, could you really call somebody and that would be your conversation? How would that go over, again, Democrat or Republican, with the average normal person who finds 99% of this stuff ridiculous, but is terrified to say it? It would go over like a fart in an elevator. (laughs) 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at you. Text the program. We're going to do some uh, scary, scary stuff. I count down movies, scariest movies, year in and year out. I'll give you a top 10. Yesterday, I gave you number 10. Today, I'm going to give you number 9. But if we're staying on the woke thing, did you guys know there are ghost pronouns? Hi. How I like to describe like the ghost pronouns is um it's like a further deeper description of my gender personally um another one of our alters gabe he also uses uh ghost ghost self sometimes uh he could technically be considered a ghost because of his source but also because of his source he doesn't consider himself a ghost no he doesn't get to consider himself a ghost or technically be a ghost because he's not real. <laughs> it's not re- none of this is real. Um, but he uses it because of that. I personally use it because it's just more comfortable for me and ghost pronouns better describes how my gender feels to me. But yeah, that's it. Okay, bye. You have a better chance of actually capturing a ghost than that being real. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Little wokeness. We'll have more throughout the show today. Uh, number nine on the countdown of scariest movies coming up. Talk about that. Four. We'll talk about inflation. It's going up. What are you going to do? Lear Capital. L E A R. That's Lear C H A D. Chad. You go to learchad.com. dot com. You're going to have a chance to get a free investor kit. It comes with a fifty cent silver Kennedy half dollar. No obligation, none of it. Keep it at yours. They want to show you what you can do with a little bit of money to protect yourself in uncertain times like these. 25 years, they've been doing this. Quarter of a century. Trust pilot rating through the roof, and they do things differently. First and foremost, it's about educating the people that are interested in precious metals. And that's what they want to do with you. Right now, get a free investor kit and a 50-cent silver half-dollar, Kennedy silver half-dollar, all you have to do is go to Learchad, L-E-A-R-C-H-A-D, Learchad, Learchad, Learchad. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N, Chad Benson Show. You stink like fear and white male privilege to me. I do often out myself verbally as a gender. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm proud to be a gender. Are you stupid? <laughs> Ruby! What? Are you kidding me? 
not a great way to use your white privilege. Some people get it. Some people don't. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. You just can't let them go. Go. Stay on the road. Keep clear of the moors. Beware the moonlights. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. What an excellent day for an exorcism. I am Dracula. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? That's right. We count it down every year. Ten, I think, best horror movies. And this one, uh, we're going to step back in time. We're going to step way back in time, kind of, sort I'm going to go back to 2007, when a movie that was supposed to debut, that had had a few screenings, Warner Brothers pulled it back. They had had some failed things, Superman, a couple other things didn't go the way that they thought it was going to go, but the screenings that this thing had were huge, and it had some big name uh, uh, recognition, Anna Panquit. Smokin' Up started it. Uh, Brian Cox, uh, Dylan Baker, who's in Planes, Trains, Automobiles, Happiness, 13. I mean, this Road to Perdition, I mean, a ton of stuff. It had Leslie Bibb in it. Like, these were, uh, they'd thrown some money at this, uh, you know, back in that day for a horror movie that was kind of a trip. It's an anthology. So think of Pulp Fiction, but in horror. Well, it never was released. In fact, right now, you can see it in the theaters. And if you've not seen it, I urge you to go see it. Produced by Brian Singer, who, of course, has done a thousand things you could think of. He owns Bad Hat Harry, which is, you know, just about every cartoon and all these things. I mean, this guy's done everything. And it is about all of these horror, you know, these storylines kind of all running concurrently on Halloween night. And as all of these things are going on, there's also one other thing, the kind of uh, little star of the show, which is Sam. It's like the amalgamation of all things that are Halloween. And if you disrespect the holiday, he comes for you. So you got a serial killer. You've got a werewolf. You've got vampires. You've got ghosts. And then you've got Sam. This is the one night. Don't forget your costume. All sorts of things. Roam free. You gotta be kidding me. I hate Halloween. Yeah, it is awesome. So all the stories kind of, again, they run like, it's like imagine all these storylines on a neighborhood. Each street kind of have its own thing. And at times it crosses paths. It is awesome. There's humor in it, uh, some sexiness, of course, and tons of jump scares. And the ghost story's good. Uh, and I will let you guys know right now, I am sitting here drinking out of my newly purchased trick-or-treat cup, my iced tea. And uh, it's got the kids wearing those old-timey masks that are creepy because they died in a bus accident and they're a part of the story many, many moons ago. It's awesome. Trick or treat number nine on Chad's scurry movie countdown. Number eight tomorrow. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Uh, 
First real monster with a personality. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. If you miss any of the programs, shame on you, but there is a thing called podcast. Go grab the podcast wherever great podcasts are available. You got the Spotify, you got the iTunes, you got your TuneIn Radio app, and everywhere else. Check us out on Facebook as well. The Chad Benson Show. This is the aforementioned Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson what's up party people hope all is well with you on this beautiful amazing wednesday immigration is going to be an issue we're finding that out more and more as much as people don't want to talk about it uh the reality is the the states that are next to mexico we know we're talking about here Arizona, New Mexico, Tejas, California a little bit. Uh, but two of those states are absolutely making immigration a issue. Illegal immigration. Let's point out the difference. Illegal immigration. That is going to be an issue. Now, economy will always be number one. It's always about the economy. Stupid. We could talk about that for days and days. And right now, because of inflation, that's sitting there at number one. But there's no doubt that there is problems with our border. We touched on it yesterday, right? Uh, I want to remind everybody, if you, if you missed any of the solid program yesterday, it was very solid, too. I'd give myself a, a decent little grade there. Uh, one of the things they talked about yesterday and it, it was the fact that uh, they're so desperate for help at the border government planning documents reveal the department of homeland security is recruiting a new volunteer force to head to the southern border apparently to do chores for migrants well bill we've been given exclusive access to these internal homeland security and pentagon planning documents and they reveal dhs is recruiting this new volunteer force it's going to be made up of defense department officials they will deploy to the southern border to help with the migrant crisis specifically bill military personnel will provide support services to migrants crossing into the u.s both legally and illegally yeah and why is that because they don't want to declare a state of emergency in fact biden has essentially tried to push twist ask for el paso not to declare a state of emergency on what's going on some cities and states have when you do that not only do you open up a box of other tools that you can use national guard things of that nature but it uh, accesses more money but it brings what what does it bring it brings attention 
So you've got illegal immigration. That's an issue. No doubt about that. And then you have democracy. It's a risk. And we hear it all the time. And you know, I would never vote for a voter, uh, somebody who denies uh, the, the last election, and, uh, the voter denial. Yet for, you know, umpteen years, uh, and we can go. You All you have to do, if you just want to look for yourself, type in Democrats vote denying and see hundreds of YouTube videos denying Trump, stolen, etc., etc. Right? We can go over it all the time. So you take both of those and you put them together and then you get the real insanity of what's going on in some big cities across the country. Uh, while Democrats continue to claim Republicans are killing votes, uh, voting in America, they need to take a look in the mirror, like giving immigrants the right to vote. Illegal immigrants. It's happening in major liberal enclaves, major script. liberal enclaves like New York City, which just approved giving 800,000 non-citizens uh, the right to cast ballots in local elections. It's an even leading Democrats like House Democrat Hakeem Jeffries says he fully supports the idea. Is there a worse idea on the planet than, a, than diminishing the idea of citizenship in America? Yeah. Now, legal immigrants as opposed to illegal. We've talked about this before. If you're here legally, meaning you've you you've come here, you have applied, you're in the process of of, you know, trying to become a citizen. My grandfather did this for for years. Uh they didn't allow this at the time, but you own a business, you own a home, the opportunity to vote for a local election that would affect your business, your taxes on the home that you own and you live here full time, uh, I don't care if you want to vote for a school board. To me, but the illegal part is the thing that's scary. Now, they're talking about New York right there. I want to talk about D.C. District of Columbia. Quietly, where nobody brought this up the other day, that uh, D.C., in a 12-to-1 passing in the city council, to allow non-citizens to vote. Oh, so like people, you know, like you know, like you were just talking about. So, no, 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 no. Regardless of your status. What? Right, Scooby. And you only have to be there 30 days to establish the right to vote. 12 to 1 was the vote. 12 to 1. Council member Charles Allens, who co-sponsored the bill, said it's part of the council's focus on removing barriers to voting and lifting voices of all district voters, particularly those historically underrepresented in communities. Yeah, because they're not citizens. And D.C. is a weird place. Again, these are not statewide elections. These are not national elections. You know, federal, this is none of those things. But you're allowing people. And one of the things that uh, Miss Chen, who uh, uh, has been deemed xenophobe, by the way, the Washington Post blasts this out of the water of of insanity. Uh, but Miss Chen is the only one to go. Yeah, no, I don't think this is a good idea. Right. Uh, I think this is probably not a good idea. By the way, she's a Democrat. Mary M. Chen. She voiced concerns. Allowing complete strangers in the district to vote, appearing to refer to part of migrants being bussed in by Republican governors in Texas and Arizona. Uh, she said, could someone who was put on a bus from Texas and dropped off at the vice president's property then vote in our local elections? Chen questions are rooted, one person says, in 
age-old xenophobia and racism. Abel Amene, an organizer with the Metro D.C. Democratic Socialists of America, wrote, Immigrants are not complete strangers. There are neighbors, family, and friends. Uh, Chen said, sorry. No, this is not good. She's the only one. She's been, you know, deemed a xenophobe. But she also talks about in D.C., hey, guys, uh, we have a lot of people here, diplomats from other countries, who don't have the best uh, view of America. We're going to allow them to vote? No, this is insane. It is. It is insane. It won 12 to 1. Now, it's got a long way to go before it gets to where this is a possibility. But when you say, I worry about uh, democracy in the country, the same people that say, you know, January 6th and scream and yell, how do you feel about this? Because when people on the right say, you know, People voting willy-nilly, ballots being sent out everywhere, uh, which was true. Uh, all of the things that, that you know that that they've said, which it's, some of it is insane. I get right behind you on that insanity part. But when you hear stuff like this, how can you not go? You're not literally bringing in voters, allowing people to walk across, and now you're you're slowly but surely. And remember, as we just were doing Woke Wednesday, understand how this happens. Inch by inch by inch inch by inch it doesn't happen like that it happens inch by inch and then you wake up and go oh whoa that's crazy yeah so we'll see how this goes but uh this is really a a sad sad state of affairs if this is what they think is going to happen and tell me again how the border's not open i'm also curious about that 323-538-2423 at chad benson show is your twitter tweet at us text the program uh love hearing from every single one of you again always 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 number one thing that people talk about is the economy but that being said there are other things out there but the economy is the ultimate And right now, the Republicans have a favorable view by most people as they can handle the economy and inflation better than the Democrats, given the fact that this is really hit under Biden's watch and their full control of the Senate and the House. 323-538-2423. Coming up, a little what's trending. Got some more uh, wacky, woke stuff on this beautiful Wednesday. My pillow keeps me sleeping nice at night. So I've got uh, new sheets. Got them a while back. Percale bed sheets from MyPillow. 250 thread count. Machine washable. Six-day money-back guarantee. Tons of colors and styles to choose from. King, queen, pillowcases, the whole nine yards. What I love about them is, A, you're sliding into something comfortable and nice, but you sleep cool, and I need that. Kind of a hot sleeper is what they're saying. Is what I'm telling you, kids. Uh, normally, these are 90 bucks plus. Right now, $40 from you. It's one of the biggest sales of the year at MyPillow.com slash Benson. Top of that, they've got deep discounts on every single thing you can think of. Yes, the MyPillow. Yes, the mattress topper. Yes, the towels, the slippers. You name it, they've got deep discounts. But right now, the sale of the year is the Percale bed sheets. Normally, $90. Right now, $40 for you. No risk. 60-day money-back guarantee. If you do not like them, you would return them. 
It's that simple. MyPillow.com slash Benson. MyPillow.com slash Benson. What's trending? Straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Me too. Hashtag immigration reforms. Hashtag help. I'm trapped in a hashtag factory and I can't get out. The Chad Benson Show. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Katie Grace, Trouble in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending around the globe. Mostly here in the United States of America. Uh, Wednesday thoughts trending on the old Twitter. Hump day. NBA. Today's Republican Party, which I'm sure is being trending because they're evil and bad. They are. Uh, E. Jean Carroll is trending because apparently she is scheduled to be part of a defamation lawsuit. Yeah, the Durham investigation. Uh, Yesterday, Igor uh, Donchenko was acquitted. He was an analyst. He was a primary source of the dossier about the former president. And uh, he was acquitted of, yes, lying to uh, the FBI. Oh, Black Adam is trending because uh, not in a good way. Because uh, the Rotten Tomato meter is out, and uh, 42 people have reviewed the movie so far, and it's getting a 50%, which when you spend that much money, you're hoping for something a smidge better. Also, the number one trending thing today on Google is the Black Adam Reviews, the NBA opening night, trending last night. Padres, Phil's, McDonald's Halloween buckets are trending because they're back. Is that, the, is that what they give you in the Happy Meal? Is that what they do now? Because if that's true, I need to go up there. Are they still doing the adult Happy Meal? Oh, my God. I don't even know. At this point, I need, I, I need to figure this out. I might have to make a run someday. Gabby Bettino uh, is trending because there's a new video that they believe is the last video of her live where she was at a Whole Foods. Uh, a Christmas Story Returns. There is a sequel teaser. Everybody all growed up? Maybe? Interesting? Guess coming home for uh, Darren Gavin's funeral? I don't know. But there's but there was a teaser. It's supposed to be on HBO next month. Which, I'll be honest, I may watch that. As much as I like the horror stuff, I may watch that. And Brittany Grinder is trending. Of course, she is the WNBA star who is sitting in a Russian jail. And politicians... And Athletes are keeping the light burning bright on her because she broke a law in somebody else's country and we don't like it. Ted, that's not very nice. Look, I'm not going to deny she's a political prisoner. I think we can all admit that this is being played up. Other people who have been in that situation, uh, they didn't get in as much trouble. But you did break a law in somebody else's country. And there was repercussions for that. A law that you probably broke on numerous occasions, but you got away with because before the start of the war, of which you arrived the day after the war started, so automatically we're deducting some points of sadness. Your oligarch would protect you. 
Well, your oligarch is not there anymore. Because you see, we took your oligarch's money away. And so why she was over there is why a lot of WNBA stars go over there. It's because they uh, need the money. They don't get paid the same. In Europe, in particular in Russia and a few countries, they pay ridiculous amounts of money to athletes to come over there and play. And she was making, I think, close to a million dollars a year. So her making one hundred and fifty dollars or $200,000 in the WNBA plus endorsements is nothing compared to the million bucks you get there. That's why they all go play. She'd been with that team for a while. There was an oligarch that ran the team, and she could have gotten away with anything she wanted until the war. And once everything got frozen, if you were an American over there, you were going to be in some trouble potentially and you went there and you got caught three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad benson show is your twitter tweet at us text the program love hearing from every single one of you climate change we're going to talk a bit about that we got woke stuff because it is wednesday and on wednesdays we do tend to get a little bit woke because it's funny it is plus i want to talk about uh California and in a lot of big blue cities in particular that are out there as uh, it looks like a third world country borderlining on fourth world country in some of these places and it is nasty and it is ugly and this is what happens when you have a, a party, a single party running states who believe that feelings are the best way to govern in some situations, not understanding your kindness, if you will, is actually doing the exact opposite. Talk about that. A lot of other stuff to get to. Text us anytime. 323-538-2423. It's the Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Ah, yes. We're 20 days from the midterms. That's right, 20 days till we get to the midterms. And uh, the consensus is uh, God knows what's going to happen because nobody else does. But the polls are saying uh, there are things to pay attention to. We've talked so much all year about the economy and inflation being important issues. How about this? This is a New York Times poll, brand new here, asking voters, what's the top issue on your mind this election? I haven't seen it this dramatic in a poll. Add the economy and inflation together. That is 44 percent. We're getting close to half of all respondents in this poll saying that's their top issue. Nothing else even cracks 10 percent right now. Yeah, nothing else cracks 10 percent because uh, when push comes to shove. 
when reality finally shows up, uh, we take a step back and go, oh, yeah, uh, stuff's more expensive. Life's more expensive. The struggle is real. What on abortion? For some people, it's top of mind. Like abortion and climate change, perfect example. If you're 20 and there is no great villain, the end of the day, we were Superman. Superman won. Right. Oh, sure, there's the minor characters of villains, the terrorism. Uh, you know, uh, China's becoming a bigger villain, but I think it's more Paper Tiger. Uh, we're going to find out more. Gordon Chang's going to join us tomorrow. Probably the guy, the, the foremost individual knows about China as we talk about what's going on over there and their, uh, you know, big party that they're having for their communists. They all get together. But abortion and climate change, that's your villain. That's your thing, right? You're young. You're liberal. I expect you to 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 be more because you have also no responsibility. You're 28, and you got a kid, right? And let's say you kind of did it the old-fashioned way that we've done for 18 quadrillion years, where, you know, you're cohabitating and or married to a person of the other sex. There's only two sexes. And, and gender identity is insane. But you, you, you get there, and, and that's what's going on, and you got responsibility now. Because that kid doesn't take care of itself. The kid's not raising itself. All of a sudden, other things that were important when you were free of responsibility of, oh, well, those things are well not as important. They, they fall down several notches. But for a younger generation, climate change is real. And climate change is based in, and understand this, racism, business. Homophobia, business. Xenophobia, business homelessness business democracy business climate change business oh yeah it is so they prey on what they prey on people who want to in their hearts do something they think is good but it's all based in many times on emotion and you can't have a real conversation. And even climate scientists say, guys, you need to settle down. I know this is a touchy topic, and I'm reading this one with you. I've said it before. Get the forecast right next week, and then we can talk about 30 years from now. But let's read on. I know we have people on both sides of this issue, so we'll continue. Climate researchers in China say that extreme heat waves will increase by more than 30% as we get closer to 2050. They went on to say burning fossil fuels and other human activities are the main drivers of global warming. Oh, China said that. Well, we should jump all over that because China said it. You know what else China does? They laugh at us because we will do insane things to our economy and to our nation to hurt its growth and strength. All the while, they'll ignore it. Do you think China really is going to cut back on anything that would hurt their economy? My answer is no. The 2022 heat waves have already turned deadly with the UK recording. The hottest day ever, surpassing 104 degrees Fahrenheit on July 19th. Studying atmospheric circulation patterns and greenhouse gases, the researchers said their computer simulations found greenhouse gases are the main reason for increased temperatures in the past and will likely continue to be the main contributing driver of global warming. 
Now you heard that death, 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 death. What kills more? Cold deaths outnumber heat deaths by a factor of 20. Oh. Here's the thing. The Earth is going to be around for much longer than we'll ever be around. That's just it. We are a blip. A blip in the life cycle of the planet as it is now. That's the reality of it. Hate to be bearer of bad news. And climate has been doing climatey things for a long time. Both can change based on natural warming from the sun, intrinsic atmospheric processes, and the Earth's own rotation. And that's kind of where I'm at. There are all kinds of factors here, and the Earth has been changing for 4.5 billion years. But it is good to look into these things. Well, in the meantime, here's to hoping for a break in the heat, and I'm sure this debate will continue for years to come. Well, time to jump in the pool (laughs) if it hasn't evaporated already. Yeah, which is a joke, but the reality is is the fear that is pitched because it's good business. If you've got an emotion towards something, it's good business. Do we need to take better care of our planet? Absolutely. Do we need to look at alternative energies? 100%. Do we need to go so far as to, as one person said, we need to just get rid of farming? It's the number one culprit of stuff. Okay. You know what the number one culprit of cannibalism is? No food. But when you're young and you don't think out further than one step, you don't understand how things work. Any climate scientist will tell you, eh, the world's not coming to an end. It's not. The death of the planet has been greatly exaggerated. Why? Because the UN loves the fact that they've got the Intergovernmental Panel of Climate Change, the ICPCCABGDFG, and they play that game because it's a great way to go and say, hey, you people out there with a lot of money in the West, we're going uh, we're gonna to shake you down now for some money. It's a business. It's a game. And the more that you understand that, the more that you step away from the emotions of it and take a look. Better care of the planet. We need to take care of it. Give in to insanity to do what nobody else is doing to hurt their economy and their country. That's tomfoolery. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. It is Wednesday. We get woke on Wednesdays. We have a little bit of fun. We do. Hi, my name is Anna. I am dating wow. everybody in the polycule. I am married to Jake. We've been together for eight years and married for three. I'm dating Spencer. We've been together for three and a half. And I am dating Ellie. And we've been together just over a month now. I am bisexual and my pronouns are she, her. I'm also in charge. Hi, I'm Jake. I'm married to Anna and she's currently my only partner. I am demi-romantic, which means I only get a feelings for people, like romantic feelings for people if I've been around them for a while and get to know them really well. Uh, my pronouns are he, they. Yeah, that's uh, Ellie's in charge and she's dating Anna and Spencer uh, and everybody. Basically what it is, is it's an orgy with well, it's it 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 <laughs> It's an orgy with titles. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ellie. 
I'm dating Anna. I'm not currently dating anybody else. Um, and my pronouns are she, her. I'm Spencer. I'm only dating Anna. I'm bi, but like, bi. Um, my pronouns are they, them. And uh, my gender is... I don't know. Uh, my gender is to be determined. Yeah. By the way, uh, you notice the guys can't get anybody else, and there's a reason for that. And, uh, wow, that's, that's it. And there, and remember the first step the inch by inch that these things take place in the world happens by allowing certain things to happen. And that's how the wokeness gets into modern society is it starts slowly, but surely with kids learning certain things in school. And instead of learning things about being respectful and maybe some other stuff, it becomes indoctrination from there. You get to college campuses, which is only left-leaning insanity. And from there, those people go into society and spread insanity. But do you remember when everybody, I, I, I said it, polyamorous will be next to be protected. Sure enough, a judge in New York has said, well, they can marry. And then, this group over here can marry, then yeah, these people can be married. Nothing wrong with that. Ooh. Yeah. Now, for me, if you're an adult and you're not committing a crime and you're not hurting anybody, do whatever it is you want. I think government needs to stay out of our bedrooms and government needs to stay out of our lives when it comes to our relationships, i.e. marriage. But it sinks in, and polyamorous will be next. And that guy that's got the old wife show on the old uh, TLC, he's just ahead of the game. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Talk a little homelessness in L.A. next. Wouldn't it be funny if that guy was like, I'm just going to have one now. Everybody else is already doing this. I was there before you guys. I'm going back to just regular old just, just one. Just one. Just one. Raycon's best earbuds around. Why do I love my Raycons? Well, first of all, I can beat them up. And I do mean that. Literally. I go out and I play hockey uh, with my stepdaughter. I go out and I golf and I work out a lot. And those things just uh, take, a, take, a, take a beat. They do. I wear them all day. Uh, when I'm editing, I've got isolation modes. When I'm out playing golf, I've got my awareness mode on. And just times just have a regular mode on that you would have for any other earbuds, except it's the fit. The fit separates like you could not believe. Sound quality. A plus fit, A plus plus price, A plus 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 half the price of any other premium earbuds that are available out there. And uh, here's the thing: forty nine thousand five star reviews, and I'm going to save you an extra fifteen percent. That's a win win. Eight hours of talk time, thirty two hours of battery life. Get your Raycons now, the best earbuds around. Buyraycon.com/slash/chad. 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 Chad Benson Show. Let the Washington Beltway strangle you. This is where the exhausted majority comes to refuel, realign, and reevaluate. This is Chad Benson. That's me, you're you. Hope all is well on this gorgeous, amazing, incredible day here. We are talking earlier about the insanity of, uh, of, of climate change, and it's, it's, it's not the climate change. We sh- that's a debate we can have, right? We should absolutely have. 100%. You 
you have the conversation about how do we make things cleaner, better? Uh, how do we do it so we don't hamstring ourselves? Right? How do we do it where, you know, we, we do it in a way of reality. I want to repeat, reality is the way that you want to do things. Uh, I, I don't know if you can reach some people. Case in point, this cat. Farming needs to stop. That's the single biggest driver of climate change. Okay, well, Farm- we're going to stop. We're going to stop farming. Sir, I would like to ask you, uh, so how do we eat? What do you mean? Well, we, we grow things. Well, that's farming. Well, yeah, but we'll grow them in our backyards. Well, so now you're going to have 7 billion, 8 billion people growing stuff. Sounds like farming. Well, you know what I mean. How are we going to get manure? Right? You can't ask the politicians to give us manure all the time. Well, you, you know what? No, no. You're not thinking it out. It sounds good to say farming needs to stop. But you know what you get? You get insanity. You do. And then you'll get a crazy bunch of people running around looking like a third world country. Case in point, Los Angeles. I drove through downtown L.A. today and what I saw shocked me to the core. L.A. is a sunken place. There were stray dogs everywhere roaming the streets. There was burned down, destroyed businesses on every corner. And there were city parks that were overtaken by homeless encampments. But what really shocked the soul was seeing the human suffering, people digging through garbage, living in complete squalor, third world dehumanizing conditions you've never seen in America. Yeah. And the fact that we farm, the fact that we live this amazing life, that we have all of these things at our fingertips is awesome. But big, beautiful places like California, San Francisco and Los Angeles, the city proper. Not the outskirts, right, down by the beach, Malibu, where you can you know, ostensibly force people not to come there. It's gross. It is. It's all because the Republicans know. It's one party rule. This is how people live in the city of angels. This is the end result of policies that break people. The question needs to be asked... Who's to blame for all this? Los Angeles has been a single party run state for the last 70 years. Yeah. It has been. And we see how well that's working out for them based on the fact that they're all racist, apparently. (laughs) Because not following the news last week, many in the city council were caught on tape saying horrible things about uh, a lot of people. But when you have a city that is run by one party, that you can see these people only care about themselves. And I want to point out something to you. Just to give you the insanity of of control that these people have in places like Los Angeles, New York, San Francisco, and how they want to take a lot of the craziness and, and get it out and franchise it, you will, across the country. If you're a senator of the United States, you make $174,000 a year. If you're an L.A. city council person, you make two hundred plus, Not dollars, hundred thousand dollars plus they don't care about it and their thought is because there's an industrial complex the homeless industrial complex which is we're going to control 
where the money flows. And I'm giving it to my friends and I'm giving it to my pals and they're setting up nonprofits and they're doing stuff with zero accountability and proof that anything is actually happening to better the situation. And they do it under the guise of it's the friendly, kind, nice thing to do, which is the opposite. Democrat policies that masquerade as human rights policies are actually cruel. They trod and destroy and erode the economic stability of a place and bring it to its natural conclusion, which is a third world style totalitarian Marxism where the average man or woman gets treated like garbage and the elite, the top in their mansions surrounding Los Angeles inside of gated communities guarded by men with guns they don't ever get to see the real results of their policies boom i've always said that about like socialism and communism right it was designed by people to live above what they want to implement hopefully it's not coming to a place near you but you've got to watch it that's why voting is important that's why paying attention to what is going on is important and that's why actually listening to facts and not living on feelings is how we get to a better place. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N, Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. The enemy of truth is fear, is lies, and in many cases in today's world, it's identity. That's the reality of what's going on. We live in a so divided political world, which, and I'm going to say this, and I've been saying it for I don't know how long. Like I've been saying with queer theory or uh, racism, uh, big business, right? Keeping us divided and fighting is big business. My my local show, my on-air partner, doesn't understand. Well, why would somebody say that? Why would be somebody be an election dyer? Why would somebody say, because the business of it is huge. And the people profit behind it. Do not, they know what the truth is. They don't care about the truth. They care about dollars and cents. It's always been that way. We've just never seen it like this. The perpetual uh, arguing and fighting in the 24-hour news cycle that has turned into 24 hours, 365 days a, uh, a year election cycles. People stumping now in Iowa because they may be running in two years for president of the United States. So how do you keep it going? It's about what? Stoking fires, making sure that you really don't understand what's going on, picking sides, sending people to those sides, and then ginning those sides up to argue with each other all the while making tons of money. That's the reality of it. 
And it's sad. It's sad. I mean, you go and you look at uh, the people who are running today. Uh, I feel sorry. Somebody said, you know, uh, you know, we, we need better candidates. I always say that. I had a couple of friends of mine who are uh, one's very liberal. The other's a staunch conservative. And we were talking about uh, this. And, and so, you know, the sad thing is I look at somebody like Herschel Walker and I feel bad because I don't think he realized what the hell he was getting himself into. Uh, I don't think he realized uh, that uh, he was going to be called out for certain things and that everything in his life uh, was going to be dredged up, and that we saw that identity comes in, and it grabs a hold of people, and people that you thought were your friends are now becoming your enemies based on, even though they've known you for X amount of years, uh, they don't like you anymore because you like Trump or you dislike Trump. It's stupid. It really, really is. What do people honestly care about at the end of the day? Are they sitting around uh, arguing and fighting over, uh, and I'm talking about the average person, the, the, the expansion of the electric, which is us, right? Those people a little bit left, a little bit right, who have the loudest voice if we want it, but unfortunately, we don't have the bully horn. We're talking around uh, politics. No, not the division of that. We're talking about, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, things like queer theory and stuff. No, not really. We're talking about the economy, stupid. And if you keep it simple, stupid, you win. Because the average person, no matter how much, because remember, the division isn't about getting people elected. They don't care who's elected. They just shift the narrative to make money, to stoke anger. But for us, things do matter. And the economy is the number one thing, period, case closed, end of story. We've talked so much all year about the economy and inflation being important issues. How about this? This is a New York Times poll, brand new here, asking voters, what's the top issue on your mind this election? I haven't seen it this dramatic in a poll. Add the economy and inflation together. That is 44 percent. We're getting close to half of all respondents in this poll saying that's their top issue. Nothing else even cracks 10 percent right now. Think about that for a second. The economy. 44%. So half of Americans. And I can guarantee you, the other 56% of people have that in their top five, top three. It's not even close. It's the one thing we all participate in. That's the truth right there. The economy, the economy, the economy. Period. There is nothing else that matters. But you should, yeah, you could care about things, right? You can care about the environment, right? Choice, uh, you know, immigration. You, You care about those things. But unless you're making a choice or your daughter's making a choice, which I'm assuming many of you are probably not having that today, even if you are pro-choice, that's not happening to you. Unless you're being directly impacted by the climate. Well, I kind of, you know, it's like, uh, uh, look, there's always been hurricanes. There's always been tornadoes. None of that stuff. You wouldn't recognize what's happening outside of maybe some regulations. Or unless you're on the border, those things pale in comparison to the thing that every single day you will deal with which is the economy. And the question for many people is, uh, if we got to turn it over to one of these two groups of people, who should it be? 
And we've talked about the Republicans, when it comes to the economy and inflation, having a pretty clear advantage in the polls. And that brings us to the next question on the poll. They call it the generic ballot. You know, they just ask, would you like a Republican or a Democrat to control Congress? And there's been some movement here. Yeah, and typically this has been a pretty good indicator of where things end up in midterm elections. So you see the Republicans with a lead here. That is a 2.2 point lead for Republicans. Now, that's close, generally speaking, but we were here a week ago taking you through the generic ballot. And a week ago, this number was inside of one point. You had that inflation news over the last week, certainly didn't help the Democrats. And it does seem that as the economy moves to center stage, Republicans are improving their chances here. Yeah. And they're going to continue to do so, I think, going forward. Got to keep to the message. Absolutely must do that. Let's talk about uh, not just that poll. There are other polls out there. And guess what? Those polls uh, that aren't just the New York Times or the Axios poll or uh, Quinnipiac or whatever, eh, they're all pointing to the same thing. The president warned that if Republicans take power, they will try to ban abortion at 15 weeks nationwide and arguing that only more Democrats in the House and Senate can stop them. And when Congress passes it, I'll sign it in January. 50 years after Roe was first decided the law of the land. But Biden and the Democrats are facing political headwinds on this issue. An ABC News Washington Post poll recently found that voters ranked the economy, education, and inflation well above abortion. There you go. It took 20-some seconds to get to what the number one thing was, which is the economy. Poll after poll after poll says the exact same thing. It's the economy, stupid. It's the economy, stupid. We'll get on to abortion in a little bit, but it shows you this is where it is. And I hear from you guys every day. This is what I hear from people. Chad, when do you think inflation is going to start to slow down? What's going on in the stock market? Are we headed to a recession? Those are the, the three top things I hear from listeners every single day. I hear from friends and family Every single day. Abortion was great to raise money off of. 15 weeks. If we're honest with ourselves, and we'll get into a little bit later, uh, zero problems with that. Codified at 15 weeks. Let's move on. No, but that's not. No, you have exceptions, obviously. Mother's life. But 15 weeks. We're moving on. That's what the rest of the developed world has. Let's move on. The economy. Now, what are the chances the Republicans win? Oh, that's always a big thing. Uh, what are the chances? Chances are good, I think, right now. It's the House that people are worried about. I mean, I mean the Senate that people are worried about, not the House. I think they recognize the House is, is, is going to be theirs. It's just how big will it be? That's the question that people are wondering. For me, I look up and I think, okay, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, the Senate is the place that it's going to be very interesting. I think the Republicans are positioned at a 50-50 to get the Senate. But uh, the House, I would put that just straight up, that they're going to to win the House. Uh, I would say by 12-ish, 14-ish, somewhere around there. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter Tweet at us, text the program. A lot of stuff to squeeze in today. It's Woke Wednesday. We will get woke. We promise you that. Do you guys want just a taste of wokeness? Just, uh, just, a, just a smidge of a taste. Smidge. 
smidge of woke Wednesday. If you're new to the show, uh, uh, we get woke every Wednesday. Here's just a taste of wokeness. And here's what I've learned so far. Six, seven, Women are awesome, but can also be cruel. I'm doing my best, and boys, they kind of drool. My hormones are wild, and my boobs kind of sore. It's only day 200. We have so much more to experience together. We're just getting started. Thank you for being my friend. You're open-hearted. I don't feel so alone. No more shame and carefree. Being a girl is awesome. Would you agree? Woohoo! Love ya. Ah, somebody who's transitioned to a woman. Day 200. Very excited about his transitioning. And uh, uh, he had a rhyme for us all. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. No, that's not a parody. That's reality. Which is not reality. You know that and I know that for God's sakes. More woke stuff on the way. Uh, rough greens. Give it to my dogs every single day. Now, around here. Uh, we've got a couple of people who are really into their dogs. I've given them rough greens, and they love it. And now they're uh, they're big fans of it, and you will be too. You can go look at the reviews online. People talk about how amazing rough greens is. It's canine Vitasmart, and what it is is a supplement. You sprinkle it on top of your dog's food, uh, like you would, like if you were going to make a smoothie. You sprinkle some stuff in there. It's fantastic the way it goes. The difference is, is they're not asking you to change your dog's food. They're not asking you to do anything different. They're asking you just to sprinkle this on top. You don't have to put special food in there. This, that, and the other. And that nutrients and all the stuff that's inside of your dog's food that's meant to be shelf-stable, not living, uh, and fresh, well, that's all going to be brought out and it's going to help your dog tremendously. Their digestive tract, allergies. Many dogs have allergies because the food they eat, it's just, it's not, it's, it's not living and fresh. This is going to change all that. And great for their hips, their joints. It's awesome. Try it right now. Dr. Dennis Black is going to send you a bag for free. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Go there now. Get a bag for free. It's not going to cost you anything but the cost of shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Everybody, make sure you check your kids' Halloween candy. I found critical race theory in my son's Reese's Pieces. I don't think that's true, ma'am. <laughs> I'm be honest with you. I'm thinking no. Uh, and I love Reese's Pieces. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, they're, they're my jam. I love them to death. Uh, it, it, they're, they're incredible. But uh, I got to be honest with you. I'm thinking uh, I've not seen that. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's the new thing. Reese's Pieces. We're about critical race theory. I don't think that's true, though. That's all I'm saying. I do not think it is true. Just pointing that out. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Got a lot of tweets uh, that we'll get to. Some uh, You can always uh, tweet at us, direct message us, Instagram, Facebook, a lot of stuff to get to today. More on the elections coming up. Plus, it is Woke Wednesday. But this is, uh, I don't know what to say, but we've got a mayor in New York who has decided he needs to declare war on immigration now on homelessness. No, finally on crime no. Everyone that knows me, they know one thing. I hate rats. You know, when we started killing them in Borough Hall, 
you know, some of the same folks are criticizing us now called me a murderer because I was killing rats. Well, you know what? We're going to kill rats. Uh, today, we are announcing a once-in-a-generation change that would have a real impact on the cleanliness, cleanliness of our city. We are drastically reducing the amount of time that garbage will remain on our garbage. curb. This will reduce the amount of time the trash is on the street, keeping our streets cleaner, discouraging rodents, uh, their own version of what we like to say open restaurants. I hate rats. He hates rats. That's right. All the other stuff, that's eh, not a big deal. Rats, on the other hand, well, that's not good. Cities across America are trying to claw their way out of rat infestations brought on by the pandemic when more people staying home accumulated more trash. A new study finds Chicago is the rattiest city, followed by New York, Los Angeles, Washington, D.C., San Francisco, and Philly. Ah, what else do they have going on there? Lots of homelessness. So how do you how do you do this? What are you going to do? Here's some tips, right? First of all, some people are very very upset about the rat buffet. The biggest swing that you can take at cleaning up our streets is to shut down the all night all you can eat rat buffet. Rat buffet, which is the name of my new band. Great name, by the way, Rat Buffet. Fantastic. We've got a new album out. You guys, I think, are going to be pretty excited about it. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna shut down the rat buffet. We're done with that. How about some tips? Experts say to repel rats, the obvious thing is to store garbage as tightly as possible. But also, don't leave pet food out in the open. Store it in airtight containers. And experts advise not eating in bedrooms. Stick to specific areas of your home to eat. i got to be honest with you. Uh, I don't have an issue with rats. Uh, and we have rats. We have lots of rats because I feed them to my animals. Most of them are already frozen, so that's good. But uh, we just don't have, uh, maybe maybe it's the fact that they smell, okay, there's snakes and giant lizards in there. We can't go in there. But we don't have that issue, and I'm a little bit more rural. We have a lot of bunnies, but uh, I'm bummed because, you know, California, we had trash pandas. We don't have those here. Uh, we have a lot of bunnies. Every once in a while you get an opossum, but the rat thing, it's such a big city thing. It is. It is. In New York, city officials are changing garbage collection rules. Soon, instead of being allowed to pile trash bags on curbs the day before pickup, people will have to put out the trash just hours before. In Peabody, Massachusetts, so-called smart boxes that zap rats with an electrical current, killing them. The city also placing rat traps with a chemical that stops them from reproducing. And in Washington, D.C., residents are now facing hefty fines if if their property is found to have an infestation and they fail to do anything about it. Uh, my goodness. If only they fought that hard for crime. But don't worry about crime because Mayor Adams, who is declaring a war on rats, he's got this to say about crime. Dealing with actual crimes, those eight uh, homicides, and we're dealing with the perception of fear that people are feeling. And I must deal with that perception and the actual crime. We can't get away from the fact we have 3.5 million people using our subway system. We, we have to be honest about that. And those average of six crimes a day is not giving the impression that our system is out of control. We're dealing with the perception of fear. Oh, it's the perception of fear. Well, when you see stuff that's out of control, remember this. Six crimes a day doesn't mean six crimes a day. How many crimes go unreported just because people have given up? And when I talk to people who live in New York, it's not the same as it was under a few other mayors. And this perception of crime is not the perception. It's a reality. 
that's happening. But you go and declare a war on rats because, well, they're ratty. And by the way, I'm going to let you in on something. In the end, the rats always win. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show's your Twitter. Let's get woke straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. It's the economy, stupid. We've been talking about it throughout the day. The economy, the economy, the economy. Uh, you focus on the things that matter. You can take back the House and you can take back the Senate. All signs are pointing towards a victory for the Republicans. And that is, uh, uh, I think that's pretty easy to see that they have a real opportunity here to take everything back. And just because they get it back does not mean that they will, quote unquote, do the right thing. So let's not forget just because you put them in place and you say, hey, we want this group of people because we feel that their ideas are better. Doesn't mean that those ideas will pan out. And it doesn't mean that they're in good faith going to come out and deliver what they promise. So if it doesn't go the way you want, understand, A, they're humans, and there are people out there that believe that, you know, hey, they can do anything they want. They can't. They're not God kings, even though they would like to think at times they are. They're not. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show, is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Going to get woke here. Are you guys ready? Can you feel it? It is Wednesday, people. If you're new to the program, God bless you for listening. We do a thing called Woke Wednesday where we talk about wokey stuff. Okay, I have been made aware of the allegations. Is there anything you can say on your behalf? I'm trans. You just won HR. White people are also oppressed by racism. We're not. We are the oppressors. What the? What? What did you say? Do not bring that European nonsense into this ethnic household. Do you understand me? I have hair in my armpit. I have it there for a few reasons. One, lazy. Two, the patriarchy. And three, it's still exhausting. Oh my God. A man is It's time for Woke Wednesday. That's right. We get woke every single week on Wednesdays. Talk about the wackiness and the insanity that goes on there. It's the holiday season and it's the holiday of haunting Boo gender? What? Hi. How I like to describe like the ghost pronouns is um it's like a further deeper description of my gender personally. Um another one of our alters, Gabe, he also uses uh ghost ghost self sometimes. Uh he could technically be considered a ghost because of his source, but also because of his source he doesn't consider himself a ghost what these people vote that should scare all of us um but he uses it because of that i personally use it because it's just more comfortable for me and ghost pronouns better describes how my gender feels to me but yeah that's it okay bye (laughs) this is so insane how do we arrive here that's the scary thing 
because we've allowed people to say and do anything they want. And we just go in there and uh, say it's okay. And we can laugh at it, but the reality is it's it's gotten into society. And we've been talking about it for years, and it started out with political correctness. From political correctness, it got a little bit more fervent. From there, it got to the point where it became the wokeness movement, right? These movements, and that's what they are, queer theory, movement, right, intersectionality, all of this stuff. And why it matters is because this is at... Not a university near you, which it's at every single one. This is at just about every place you live now. You censor yourself. Well, it's in good taste. No, it's not in good taste. It's actually taking away your right to say something that you believe because your fear is you're going to be punished for it, even if there was nothing wrong with it, but because somebody's perception of something, you should be in trouble. And that is to not only say, hey, you shouldn't do that and explain why. No, it's let's punish you to the 18th degree so we can ruin your life. Therefore, showing our authoritarianism over you. And that's scary. And you're like, that's no wait, Yeah, that does happen, kids. So be prepared for what's coming for you out there who are having to go to several HR meetings a month to go over your unconscious bias or special meetings about this, or, you know, it's it's real and it's everywhere. And the more that colleges and now high schools and 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 and, and elementary and, and middle schools push this stuff out there and the more perpetuated, the more it lands in our real world where it's no longer creeping in, it's kicked the door in and it's saying, I'm here. I am very queer. I am non-binary and I use they, them pronouns and my students know this. But yesterday... I had some boys asking about it and I explained to them, like, here's how you use it, here's an example. And they respond with, well, if you're a man, then I can be a woman. And so I looked at him and I said, okay, do you want me to use she, her pronouns for you? And he goes, uh, no. And I responded with, okay, so you're just saying that to hurt my feelings then. And he goes, oh, what, no. Yes, you are. You're being a bully. You're being transphobic. No, he's not. He's being a boy that's young and really finds this, like the rest of us, absolutely ridiculous. And yes, if you want to be a woman, apparently you can. So don't tell him he can't. You're being the bully. And the boys around him kept saying the same stuff. Eventually I shut it down, but how am I supposed to call parents about this behavior when they're probably the people that they learned it from? How am I supposed to ask parents for help when I know that they're not going to respect me? Do you deserve respect? Because if you called me and you said your son didn't use the right pronouns and I'd be like, my son is failing in math. He, him is not doing good. You're more concerned about that. There's a social issue. That's it. That's a social issue. You're being the bully. Again, it seeps into everyday life. It does. That's why we have Little things like the person talking about, oh, it's the boos. The boos are everywhere. I've got boo pronouns. I've got ghost pronouns. And people like championing that when you should say you need to get a job pronoun. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. I do. I do. Uh, Immigration. 
As we move on from the insanity of wokeness uh, to the madness of immigration. So I, I want you guys to understand this. There are several big cities across the country that are allowing or getting ready to allow or floating the ideas of non-citizens voting. Now, I've talked about this in the past, and I will say this. If you're a resident here, you moved here, you did it all legally, you've got your green card, you're, you're, you're eventually going to become a citizen, and you are paying your taxes, you own a house, you own a business, you're, 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 you're contributing to society. To vote for a school board, I got no problem with. To vote for zoning laws and to vote for certain things for like zoning and, and things that might be in your neighborhood that would affect you directly and you're legally here, I've got zero problems with that. You're not voting for statewide elections, you're not voting for national elections, but I got no problems with that. DC City Council voted 12 to 1 to further. The potential of non-citizens, regardless of status, to vote in their local elections. And all you have to do is establish residency for 30 days. 12 to 1. The one dissenting vote, a Republican, I mean, a Democrat said, yeah, I don't think this is good. Uh, and of course, she was told she's xenophobic. Of course, of course. It's insane. Uh, while Democrats continue to claim Republicans are killing votes, uh, voting in America, they need to take a look in the mirror, like giving immigrants the right to vote. Illegal immigrants. It's happening in major liberal enclaves, major true. liberal enclaves like New York City, which just approved giving 800,000 non-citizens uh, the right to cast ballots in local elections. It's an even leading Democrats like House Democrat Hakeem Jeffries says he fully supports the idea. Is there a worse idea on the planet than, a, than diminishing the idea of citizenship in America? Now, again, if you are here, like my grandfather, he was so excited to become American citizen. It was like the greatest day of his life. It was amazing. His, his, his opportunity to vote was awesome. He was born and raised in Mexico. He came here uh, in the, the, you know, he came here in the, what, the 50s or whatever, like a long time ago, you know, zoot suit riot kind of stuff. He, it was so amazing to him, the opportunities, the chance to vote, to do the things. He loved it. He did, and it took him a long time, and he earned the right, and it's awesome. I look at this again, and and I, I think it, when it comes to matters of you own a business, you own a house, and, and you're legally here, uh, do I have a problem with you voting for a school board? I don't. Some people freak out. Oh, my God, I can't believe you're going to allow you, – you think that's okay. Uh, I just think that, yeah, you're going to be taking somebody's money. Uh, they should have a say in where it's going, right? Now, illegal immigration – and the thought of voting is asinine. Even the Washington Post came out and said, of all the things Democrats that you guys could do, this ranks up there as the dumbest thing that we've seen in a long time. Oh, yeah, it's dumb. Very dumb. I believe that the right to vote is a sacred right Thank of citizenship. You. I am opposed to this idea. It dilutes the power of the vote and it discourages people from that path towards citizenship yep. when they're here legally to work hard. And there's a tradition and when you get sworn in, it's such a it's such a life affirming uh, tradition in uh, in the United States. And, and New York passing this non-citizen right to vote. New York would vote to abolish the army if, <laughs> if, they, if it was on the ballot. Yeah, well, that's true, because it's New York. 
And again, the path to citizenship, all of those things is so important. And I don't diminish it in that. And I don't think that that we should even think about the the importance of voting. But non-citizens taking it an even step further, as D.C. has done and wants to do, is insane. It really is. And when you hear people scream about election deniers and all of these things and voting and fraud, understand that kind of thing puts people off even on the left side of the aisle. And your perpetual building of victimhood and you hope a class that will always be indentured servants for your vote is insane. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Coming up, number nine. Chad Stupton Horror Countdown. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. You just can't let them go? Go. Stay on the road. Keep clear to the moors. Beware the moonlets. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. What an excellent day for an exorcism. I am Dracula. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Uh, it is that time every year. At this time, we count down the absolute best in horror movies of all time. That's my list. You may have something different. I think we'll agree on a lot of these ones. And today's uh, amazing and incredible, and I do mean incredible, movie comes from 2007. The movie's called Trick or Treat. Now, you may never have heard of it because it was very bizarre. It was one of the most anticipated movies in forever when it came in the horror genre. And it's an anthology horror comedy written by a guy named uh, Michael Doherty and produced by Brian Singer. He's done a ton of stuff uh, out there uh, in the world. And it stars a boatload of people. Brian Cox, who is just amazing. Uh, Anna Panquin, Dylan Baker, if you saw him, you'd recognize him. And it is essentially, think of Pulp Fiction, where it's all these stories that are loosely tied together that it's incredible. The reason it isn't as big as it should have been is because business. <laughs> business. There was a massive fight about it uh, in, in what was going to happen to it when it was going to be released. There was lawsuits. Things went weird. It's actually, oddly enough, in theaters right now. They finally gave it a real release. Uh, but the movie itself is awesome. You think about this. I want you guys to soak this up for a second. Because it is all the things of a good horror movie. Halloween night. At the same time, it's got serial killers, which is the most insane monster among us. Uh, it's got vampires who are smoking hot and a panquin. It's got werewolves and it's got a ghost story. Of kids who, you know, you know the, the, the old folklore of, of a bus going overboard and all these kids drowned. And, and, and then there is Sam, who is the, the titular character, if you will, in the movie. He's this pumpkin-headed 
kind of thing that's made of like burlap. It's awesome uh, movie. In fact, uh, I'm not going to say whether I am or I'm not, but uh, sitting next to me as I'm drinking my iced tea as I do every single day is my uh, latest cup. It's a trick-or-treat cup. This is the one night. Don't forget your costume. All sorts of things. Room free. You gotta be kidding me. I hate Halloween. You will absolutely love, love, love this movie. And again, there's humor. Uh, There is Lots of jump scares. There's just it's it's a great movie. So think Pulp Fiction meets a horror movie tied together. Awesome. Trick or treat number nine on my countdown list. Three, two, three, five, three, eight, twenty four, twenty three. At Chad Benson show is your Twitter tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. I do. Man, what a day. Right. We did a lot of wokeness, which is always good. That's fun. We did uh, uh, Halloween stuff. We did tons of election stuff. Uh, just a ton of stuff. That, man, we, we, we squeeze it all in. And that's what we do for you guys. That's what we do. We do it because we love you. We do it because we care. <laughs> I love, I just, again, this time of year is great. And then you've got the elections. You've got all of the things going on. It's, it, this is, I, I told my wife the other day, because normally this time of year, like sports-wise, it's huge, right? You've got baseball playoffs. The NFL is now really picking up steam. You got college football getting serious. Basketball started last night. The NHL's in full swing. And then every couple of years, you've got, yes, for people like us, political junkies, eh, you've got our Super Bowl. And it's awesome. Plus, this year, to top it all off, which starts a month from tomorrow, the World Cup. Which I'm pumped about. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Today I'm going to do something. I'll leave you with a quote. Uh, and uh, we used to do stuff like this a lot more. But I'm going to leave you with a quote that I, I, I think is, is great. And we all too often don't think about stuff like this. On this day, by the way, for the don't, Revolutionary War ended. Cornwallis surrendered in Yorktown. Oh, yeah. But abolitionist and suffrage, Lucy Stone died in 1893. She says, now all we need is to continue to speak the truth fearlessly. And and we shall add to our numbers those who will turn the scale to the side of equal and full justice in all things. It's a great way to leave today. You have a good one. We got you over the hump. We will do it again tomorrow. Follow along at Chad Benson Twitter. Instagram, and yes, the Chad Benson Show on the magical Facebook. We'll do it again tomorrow, as always. Night, night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.